From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Wednesday, April 6th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A piece of legislation similar to the controversial Don't Say Gay law in Florida has been introduced at the Ohio State House. Richard Solomon reports. State Representatives Mike Loichik and Gene Schmidt, both Republicans, introduced a bill that would restrict how teachers talk about sexual orientation and gender identity. Under the bill, educators in schools that violate the law could lose state funding or face suspension. House Bill 616 would ban the teaching or, quote, diverse or inherently racist concepts. At the State House, Richard Solomon. Community leaders in Columbus are taking aim at a bill they say could hurt public health. Yolanda Harris reports. House Bill 327 would ban teaching or promoting, quote, divisive concepts, which includes ethnicity and race. Opponents say the bill would put a stop to equality efforts. At the Ohio State House, they urged House Speaker Robert Cup to stop hearings for the bill. Representative Sarah Fowler, author who sponsored the bill, argues if the bill is enacted, it would help eliminate institutional racism in Ohio. I'm Yolanda Harris. Because the redistricting commission has failed to fairly redraw district lines for Ohio House and Senate races, the May 3rd primary will be incomplete. Michael Sandlin says Governor Mike DeWine spoke about it yesterday in Northwest Ohio. Governor Mike DeWine says he doesn't want the confusion to stop people from voting. What people need to remember is everything is going to be on the ballot in May except legislative districts and state central committee districts. Those are the only two things that are not going to be on there. All the other statewide races are there, local races, some school levies are up. So this is a very important election. Governor DeWine is a member of the redistricting commission submitting the unconstitutional maps. He defends the proposed districts, saying they're in line with what voters wanted. I'm Michael Sandlin reporting in Wood County. Lawmakers at the State House held a hearing today on House Bill 408. Tino Ramos explains. This bill will make it harder to sell bundles of catalytic converters by closing a scrap metal loophole. Now, it would require dealers to prove ownership of every single converter they purchase. And this issue truly hits home for those people who are victims. Catalytic converters, they contain precious metals. That's what makes them valuable on the market and even into the black market. Presently, Ohio ranks eighth in the nation when it comes to catalytic converter thefts. Tino Ramos at the Ohio State House. Deputies in Hawking County are on the lookout for a suspect believed to be responsible for a string of thefts and burglaries. Andrew Kinsey reports. His name is Ross Nye, and he, deputies say he's armed and dangerous. He's five foot nine, 160 pounds, and is most likely camping in the woods near Hawking Drive, Smith Chapel, in the Moeller Road area of Hawking County. He may be driving a blue pickup truck. If you see him, you are asked to call police. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Zoos across North America are moving their birds indoors and away from people and wildlife as they try to protect them from the highly contagious and potentially deadly avian flu. Dave James reports. Nearly 23 million chickens and turkeys have already been killed across the U.S. to limit the spread of the virus, and zoos are working to prevent any of their birds, including endangered or threatened species, from meeting the same fate. The bird flu has been found in nearly two dozen states, including Ohio. Officials emphasize that bird flu does not jeopardize the safety of meat or eggs or represent a significant risk to human health. No infected birds are allowed into the food supply, and properly cooking poultry and eggs kills bacteria and viruses. Dave James, I went in news. 
Cleveland's director of port control, 69-year-old Robert Kennedy, who oversees Hopkins International Airport, has resigned. Mark Namick has the story. Hired in 2017 by former mayor Frank Jackson, Kennedy said in a letter to the new mayor, Justin Bibb, he's resigning to spend more time with his family. Kennedy guided the airport through the record passenger levels before the pandemic to the record lows that followed. Now, he clashed at times with the previous administration, but he helped oversee the installation of a new baggage system at Hopkins, and he helped create the latest master plan to guide a 20-year, $2 billion overhaul of the aging Hopkins. I'm Mark Namick. New documents have come to light on why an Ohio State University fraternity was previously suspended for four years. More from Andrew Kinsey. The KCA fraternity WAW chapter was put on suspension after violating the student code of conduct. According to one incident report, a student complained of being told to do unpaid slave labor. In another incident report, a roommate of an Acacia member said his roommate was panicking about having to spend three days in an Acacia house basement. The university also sent a letter to the fraternity saying it was on interim suspension last spring, but still operated even after being told not to. The fraternity is on suspension until 2026. I'm Andrew Kinsey. And a House bill sponsored by a suburban Toledo Republican to crack down on online pawn shops is one step closer to becoming law. Clay Gordon reports. The Informed Consumers Act passed the General Assembly last week. It requires third-party sellers to disclose information such as names, email addresses, or business tax ID numbers, and online marketplaces to verify sellers on its platforms. The reason? To prevent stolen products from retail stores or warehouses from being sold online. State Representative Haraz Gambari says this is also a tool for law enforcement to combat organized crime rings. It is now on the governor's desk. I'm Clay Gordon. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.